and welcome to another episode of the Wake Not Woke podcast. I'm your host, Ben, on this uh, Thursday evening. And what I wanted to uh, start out by talking about is the uh, fact that Fox News fired Tucker Carlson. Basically, they didn't let him know about anything um, last Friday, and then uh, then they fired him over the weekend. So I thought it was pretty interesting because I personally was starting to wonder at what point was uh, Fox News going to fire Tucker Carlson because he was literally, in my opinion, the most outspoken news anchor on the COVID jabs, on uh, Ukraine, on the uh, corruption in the government, all these sorts of different things that, uh, that we see going on. And he was drawing in tons and tons of viewers to Fox. And now that Fox got rid of him, their viewership dropped by almost 50%. And I'm glad because, like I said um, in past podcasts, basically I quit watching Fox News completely when uh, they gave the election to Joe Biden, I could just tell the whole night, you know, things weren't right. And uh, and basically you could tell that they're just total controlled opposition. Now, granted, I was seeing stuff like that prior to that. And I knew that there was a lot of problems with Fox, especially when they weren't uh, really talking about the COVID virus a whole lot or actually getting to the bottom of it. They're just regurgitating a lot of what the uh, CDC and the NIH was saying about mask wearing, vaccines, uh, the origin of COVID, all this different stuff. And uh, in my opinion, Tucker Carlson was really the only outspoken person on Fox News, or you could say nationally, that was ever saying anything uh, to counteract what the government was saying about COVID, about the vaccines, about the Ukraine war, all that sort of stuff. He, uh, in my opinion, yeah, he was muzzled, but I didn't feel like he was controlled opposition. Now, I mean, only time will tell, but uh, for Fox News to fire somebody like Tucker Carlson, which he was getting more viewership than any other news anchor, I mean, he was blowing CNN, MSNBC, and all the other Fox News anchors out of the water. He was by far the most watched uh, news anchor there there was, at least uh, currently. So it is pretty interesting. He had a a little two minute video that of himself talking and. Uh, it was pretty crazy because it had gotten, and now it's it's probably close to 70 million views. It may even be more than that on uh, Twitter. But you're literally talking in a 24-hour period. How many views it got, I thought that was pretty crazy. So when he literally gets more views in a two-minute clip than Fox News would get viewership all week long, I think that's pretty amazing. I think, uh, you know, he's got plenty of money. 
he'll figure something out. Maybe he knew he was on the chopping block. I mean, they got rid of Dan Bongino the week before, you know, and uh, I mean, it's not like they fired Dan Bongino. Uh, they couldn't come to terms with the contract or whatever, but it is pretty interesting when you got Fox News um, having a lawsuit against Dominion and they caved and just paid Dominion almost $800 million. I thought that it was absolutely crazy that they were willing to uh, pay close to a billion dollars to to end the lawsuit. And I'm sure that Tucker Carlson's name was on the list of people that they wanted to get rid of. I mean, you've heard mainstream media talk about trying to get rid of him. I've heard uh, AOC, I've heard uh, Chuck Schumer, I've heard all sorts of people and all and a whole bunch of people from other news organizations just out there to get Tucker Carlson because he's one of the only people that was literally out there saying the opposite of what our government was saying and what all these other news organizations were saying. I think that uh, Sean Hannity, he's been controlled opposition for probably at least a decade. I don't know. I just, I feel like, you know, between uh, Pfizer and Moderna being sponsors of Fox News, and uh, you have BlackRock and Vanguard, and I'm sure that Soros owns a whole bunch of Fox. They're trying to control them, and, uh, you know, Tucker couldn't be fully controlled. So, anyways, they end up getting rid of him. But I think it's pretty interesting. I think that uh, he has an opportunity to uh, create his own brand. I mean, he's got the Daily Caller. So I think he'll be just fine either way. He has plenty of money. You know, if he's all about getting the truth out, I'm sure he'll figure something out. He'll start some podcast or some news network or something else. And like I said, I think that... Uh, I think that he knew something was coming down the pipe. I mean, I've been wondering for a while why uh, Fox News hadn't fired him. And it's not because he wasn't telling the truth. It's because the fact that he was telling the truth, but all the other news anchors were falling in line and, you know, basically talking like MSNBC, CNN, you know, and, uh, you know, the guy can't be controlled, so... Good for him. So I guess we'll end up seeing where that ends up going. But I'm going to play the clip of uh, him talking for the two minute and I think uh, 16 seconds. Good evening, it's Tucker Carlson. One of the first things you realize when you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country, kind and decent people, people who really care about what's true and a bunch of hilarious people also, a lot of those. It's got to be the majority of the population, even now. So that's heartening. The other thing you notice when you take a little time off is how unbelievably stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They're completely irrelevant. They mean nothing. In five years, we won't even remember that we had them. Trust me, as someone who's participated. And yet at the same time, and this is the amazing thing, the undeniably big topics, the ones that will define our future, get virtually no discussion at all. War, civil liberties, 
emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources. When was the last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of those issues? It's been a long time. Debates like that are not permitted in American media. Both political parties and their donors have reached consensus on what benefits them, and they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it. Suddenly, the United States looks very much like a one-party state. That's a depressing realization, but it's not permanent. Our current orthodoxies won't last. They're brain dead. Nobody actually believes them. Hardly anyone's life is improved by them. This moment is too inherently ridiculous to continue, and so it won't. The people in charge know this. That's why they're hysterical and aggressive. They're afraid. They've given up persuasion. They're resorting to force. But it won't work. When honest people say what's true, calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink, and they become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. See you soon. Yep, and uh, I couldn't agree with him more on it. He's very articulate with the way he talks. I, When I was watching Fox News, I definitely liked watching him. I just can uh, stomach watching Fox News anymore after all the garbage that they uh, did with the election 2020 and uh, the fact that they really didn't want to get down to the, uh, what the problems were, all the problems that were caused like between Dominion Hammer scorecard, uh, all the ha ballot harvesting, all the... Uh, just all the stuff that went on and all the shenanigans that went on in the election in 2020, all the voter fraud stuff, you know. But, I mean, he would talk about that. He was also trying to trying to get down to the bottom of uh, all this corruption that was going on between uh, the, D the DOJ and... Um, and the border and the fact that there was all this human trafficking going on. I really didn't hear any of the other uh, people talk about this sort of stuff much. Um, I just felt like as far as mainstream media went, I felt like he was probably the, uh, the most spot on guy in a very long time. I don't know. It's just unfortunate, but uh, I think that he's got better plans, and I bet you he planned far ahead. He probably knew months in advance that they were going to fire his ass, but uh, hopefully it works out for him. I just I think that uh, I think that the deep state globalists, the corrupt politicians, I think uh, I think they're losing, to be honest, and I think that they're panicking, and I think they're frantic. I think. Uh, I think, you know, they're chanting right now that, you know, they're glad that uh, Tucker Carlson is gone and all that. But uh, I think that uh, I think that in the end, we're all going to win. I think uh, good triumphs over evil. I just hope that uh, we can keep enough platforms open. Like I've said before, I don't know um, really who Elon Musk is. I mean, there's both good and bad, and I've read a whole bunch on him. So I don't know if he's controlled opposition, if he's an opportunist, if he's an elitist 
deep stater. I don't know. All I know is uh, at least what he's doing on Twitter is a very good thing. That keeps an open platform. Um, I like what's going on at Rumble. You know, competing against YouTube. Yeah, it's not even anywhere near what YouTube is. But uh, after YouTube did all their censorship, you know, Rumble grew 20 times. So it's very good. I like the free platforms. Um, I'm glad that a lot of stuff is uh, pretty free on Twitter. I mean, it may not be 100%, but I think it's a hell of a lot better than what it was in the past. But anyways, I still think it's good. I have hope. I think uh, I think Tucker Carlson will uh, do just fine. So like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I'm on Podbean, Spotify, Samsung, iHeart, Chromecast, and Amazon. So like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And then I want to give a shout out to my buddies over at the Solomon Clothing Company. Everything is 100% made in America. All the cotton, all the stitching, all the leather, all the embroideries. Everything's 100% made in America. So head over to their website, type in the promo code Awake Not Woke at checkout, and you'll get 10% off on your purchase. And then, um, you know, then you can support a 100% made in America company. No outsourcing whatsoever. Nothing nothing comes over from China or Mexico or Canada or anything like that. Everything is sourced 100% in America. So, so support them. And, uh, you know, Jeff's a Navy vet. And uh, so they got all the uh, military patches and all that stuff. And then, you know, go over there and get you a Mandate Freedom or uh, Betsy Ross flag or American flag or Gadsden or whatever you want to put on your hat destroy globalists whatever so go over their website support those guys and then something interesting that happened in the uh, state today in utah is there was a uh, teacher that ended up getting arrested for uh groping a child and i think the child's now 13 but it was like in second grade so what would that be six i think was six at the time and is now 13 anyways she came out saying that the uh, teacher was groping her and having her sit on his lap and all this weird stuff. So I'm glad to see that happen. Uh, anywhere that we can uh, catch these pedophiles, these uh, predators, um, I definitely think that people need to wake up to the fact that they're trying to make maps a normal thing. Or I even heard like another term is called yaps. And so. Uh, they're just trying to switch the names around. They don't want to. They don't want to be called pedophiles, even though that's what they are. So I think people need to just wake up to uh, to what's going on around them. Be aware of their surroundings. Know what their uh, kids are taught in school, and how their teachers act around them, and what propaganda their teachers are pushing, or what kind of weird. Uh, personalities or whatever these teachers got i mean i don't know i think it's pretty crazy that uh that you got these different teachers that have been getting arrested there's another one that that i heard about today too coincidentally and this was another one in the state where the person is on uh leave and they're, I think, uh, I think it was like a volleyball coach or something like that. They're on uh, leave right now because 
of some something that they're doing you know there's all this sort of stuff where you hear about uh teachers showing pornography to kids or pictures of minors to other kids and groping on them and kissing on them and doing weird stuff i'm so sick and tired of it americans cannot accept pedophiles as maps and think that it's okay for a grown man or woman to become a predator and make these children their prey to where they can sexualize them, groom them, molest them, all this sort of stuff. I'm so sick and tired of all this crap. We need to put a stop to it. Nobody should be accepting this kind of garbage. People need to put a stop to this whole transgenderism garbage. Once you're born a man, you're always a man. Once you're born a girl, you're always a girl. I don't care about the dysphoria. I feel bad for it, but I'm so sick and tired of them trying to tell us that we need to call these people by their gender pronouns and that it hurts their feelings if uh, somebody misgender identifies them. I'm so tired of this clown show that we're seeing. We need to put a stop to it. I think it's sick, sad, and wrong that these politicians push it, that these doctors push the surgeries on people. It's super expensive, and the lasting side effects, the fact that the people will never be able to reproduce, never have kids, they'll, they'll, never, they'll never be able to really experience sex because once you're wired one way, if you cut it all off, I'm sorry, it won't work anymore. And that's why these people are 50 times more likely to commit suicide. So you pump them full of drugs, change their sex, and they realize that they still aren't happy after it. Sick and disgusting, crazy world. But I think that they're starting to lose because we're starting to finally hear more and more stuff about this. But we got to stand up. We cannot accept this garbage. Nobody should be believing this crap that they're pushing down everybody's throats. I don't care what you identify as. I don't care what your sexual orientation is. Quit grooming the children. Quit pushing this garbage on kids. I'm sick and tired of it. Kids are innocent. They need to stay innocent. Quit trying to hypersexualize them. Quit showing them pornography in schools. Quit telling them about all this stuff that they don't need to know. Quit teaching little five-year-olds how to masturbate. I'm sick and tired of this. But like I said, I think good wins in the end. I think these bastards are sick, and eventually it's going to catch up to them. But people need to quit supporting Disney. It's full of pedophilia. It's full of hypersexualization of children. Quit letting your kids watch this garbage. Quit letting your kids be brainwashed by this crap. Learn what the kids are being taught in school. Participate in it. Get on the school boards. Let's fix this. Because I know that we can. I know that in the future, it can be either really bright or really grim. But people have to quit sitting on the sidelines and doing absolutely nothing. Quit being bench warmers. Get out in the game and do something. Participate in it. Participate in your community. Get involved. That's what we need. We need patriotic support of this country. 
We need people to actually love this flag instead of burning it. I just think that we need to participate a lot more. People need to wake up. People need to get out of this trance that they're in. People need to realize that it's good to get away from the cell phone. It's good to get away from the computer. It's good to get away from the television. It's good to get away from social media. You don't need to absorb yourself in it. It makes you stupid. So, anyways, I think that in the end, I think we'll win. But it takes a lot of work. And people need to get more patriotic, get more involved. Know what's going on in their communities because that's how we start this thing. That's how we start fixing this thing. Is at a local level. That's the only way we're going to destroy this behemoth that we're dealing with. We need to shrink this federal government. But the only way that we can do that is getting good local politicians involved first. We need to do it at a city level, county level, state level. Then worry about the federal government. That's the only way that we're going to fix this garbage. So, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I'm on Podbean, Spotify, Samsung, iHeart, Chromecast. So, like, share, and subscribe to it. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Wake Not Woke podcast. Everybody, thanks for listening. Seven, oh, two, break